When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey traders, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for joining. Before we hop into today's episode, I want to do a little bit of shameless promotion. If you haven't done so already, make sure you head over to www.tier1trading.com and sign up for your risk-free 14-day trial on the platform. It gives you two weeks on the platform to interact with the coaches, interact with the community, take advantage of a course, take advantage of software, and take advantage of a lot of other supportive um, resources such as live trading rooms and weekly videos and accountability sessions. Trust me, it's going to cost you $1 and I guarantee it's going to make you better as a trader. So if you are someone that is serious about your trading, serious about your trading education, and even if you have no intention of you know buying a real course or anything like that, invest the dollar in your education and come out better because of it. Now, in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about education, and uh, it didn't start off this way, but I got into a little back and forth with a trader on Twitter. I say trader because his handle is actually a website, which is always kind of iffy, Um, but it ended up being an interesting conversation, and for you guys that are unaware, on Twitter, I share these things called, uh, I call them quick tips, right, or about one minute or so videos between one and two minute videos, just giving you a quick little short trading tip. Uh, The plan is to kind of, you know, maybe I catch someone on a bad day or catch someone that is thinking about maybe breaking a psychological rule. I hit them with just a little affirmation, a little um, knowledge bomb that gets them on the right track, or at least uh, a question that encourages some thought. So I do these a few times a day. And um, so far, the Twitter community, I've been doing this for a few years now, the Twitter community seems to love them. And I shared one today that said this. Um, there's, a, there's a video that went, went with it, but the caption that I put with it was, traders become slaves to their charts because they believe that the more time they spend in front of their screens, the more opportunities they'll have. This is true as they'll have a lot more opportunities to make mistakes and throw away profits. Have you ever done so? And this is a topic that we've talked about before. I know my trading mentor, uh, Jason Stapleton and Todd Brown always used to say there's this time versus money myth where the idea is if you have if you spend more time in the market, you will make more money. And yes, that could be the case if you're a very good disciplined trader, but most of us aren't very good disciplined traders. And the more time you spend in the market looking at nothing, because we know that the market doesn't give that many signals a day, the more likely you are to create signals, the more likely you are to break your rules, self-sabotage, do all of the stuff that basically uh, bleeds your account dry. And I believe there should be a podcast episode about this. 
And I got a response from this trader and it said this, he said, um, thousands of hours of screen time allowed me to make two days worth of money in two trades in six minutes this past Friday. I never read it, I never read a trading book in my life. A few free PDFs, yes, books don't help with patience and discipline, screen time and practice do. And I want to start off by we're, we're, we're I didn't mention this to him, but we're actually talking about two different subjects here. Now, when I talk about screen time, right, I believe screen time is massive for practice, right? I believe that a trader, you know, trading is a skill and the more time you invest doing that skill, the better you will get. I think I mentioned this in our last podcast episode, but I've been obsessed with The Last Dance from ESPN. It is going away two more episodes by the time you hear this it is already gone and i've probably went to an island to isolate myself and cry by my own but it's a great documentary it's supposed to be on the uh, chicago bill uh, bulls but it's actually on michael jordan and when michael jordan went to play baseball they said they've never seen a work ethic like his where he did batting practice before practice he did batting practice during practice he did batting practice after practice right and because of that he was getting so many reps they thought if he had you know 1500 more reps he would have been good enough to make the majors and what he was doing is he was practicing and the more time he spent practicing the quicker he got better at it. So I certainly believe that screen time is a must. This is one of the reasons that I encourage all of our traders to join me in the live room. It's not about making trade calls or anything like that. It's about reps in the market, right? We come in every single day, twice. There's a London live room with Jason Greystone. There's a New York live room with myself, right? We come in every single day, probably for about four hours a day between the two of us, and we go through the markets. And because we're very consistent in our analysis, we're very consistent in our approach, we go through the markets the same way every single time on every single pair. Now, obviously different pairs offer different situations on different days, right? Every day in the market is a little bit different, but the process is the same. So it's basically repeating a skill over and over and over and over and over and over again to the point where the live room regulars, right? They're bored of me, right? They come for the rants because they can already predict what I'm going to say before it happens, right? I like to encourage interaction. So I'll be like, hey guys, what do you think I'm looking for? In oh, pull. okay. Yeah. Well, what do you, how do you think we're going to place our stop? AT. Okay. Right. They're saying the answers before me because they've been trained. They've been kind of brainwashed in this in this unconscious uh, competent stage where they're just running on autopilot. And that's when you know skill, uh, the skill is built, right? It's like muscle memory when you can do something um, without even thinking about it, right? Somebody throws a football in my direction, my hand goes up and catches it. I'm just trained to do that. Um, so I think screen time is a must. The screen time that I was talking about that is negative is screen time looking for trade. So although I think it's good to spend a lot of screen time practices, a live room, just doing analysis or aftermarket hours, going through replay data, something like that, or back testing obviously is a good example. I think that screen time is very beneficial. Screen time where you're actively looking at tra looking for trades, that's where it could be detrimental to your statistics. Um, but what I chose to respond about was the book thing, right? This, this trader said, I never read a trading book in my life, a few free PDFs. Books don't help with patience and discipline. And in general, I would say yes, right? I'm not a big book person. I've read a lot of trading books, but in general, I don't think books make you a better trader. I'm, I'm hesitating because, you know, I don't want to bash any books. There are, most of my books are on trading psychology, right? There are a few good books on technical analysis. Um, maybe I'm in a little different position. The, the bulk of the, what I would consider good books, 
that I read on technical analysis came after I was already skilled in the market. So it's, it's hard for me to judge how, how good they would be as a, as a newbie trader. But I know that a lot of the basic Forex books that I found or trading books in general that I found when I first started getting into market trying to learn by myself were complete junk. They were pointless. They were handpicked explanations that made sense and made everything seem perfect and easy. And then when I went to the charts, none of it actually made sense. Um, so I never gave them much value. But what I do like reading is books on trading psychology. And I have a lot of them because I think they are very helpful. Trading psychology, as we all know, or you should know, right? is the hardest obstacle in trading to overcome, right? Learning to trade is a skill. You invest enough time in it, you'll get better at it. Uh, creating a system is, is not too difficult, right? You can, and you don't even have to create one, to be honest. You just take something that already works and kind of add your own twist to it. Um, even if you are creating your, your own, it's, it's tedious, but it's not that difficult. It's just the process of getting it to work is hard, but it's all rules-based. The hard part is trading psychology because that's where our emotions are involved and that's where we can make these small silly mistakes that don't seem like much at the time that maybe even seem beneficial at the time that end up blowing up our accounts. So I said, um, well done first and foremost on, on your success of making two days worth of money in, in six minutes on Friday. Great job. Woohoo. Um, and I'm sorry, that sounded sarcastic. I really was honest. I, I don't really care, but I'm, I'm congrats. Um, I wouldn't, I said, I wouldn't say books don't help. Um, there are some fantastic books out there on trading psychology. I think the difference is that many think that they can read a book and that's it. So I, I was saying, I think the difference is that many traders think they can pick up a book and they're going to become a super trader. In reality, you have to take what you learn from the book and invest it into the screen time that you spoke of. And that's go, that goes for any type of education, right? I am an educator. So you would think I would be biased, but guess what? I don't think training courses work all too well. Now, I think ours does because it's developed in a very specific way in a reason that's going to, in, in, a, in a, I guess, in an order that's going to help you get better. But what I think makes our training course works is the supportive stuff that goes around it, right? So it's not only that you're getting the training course, but you're getting the live rooms, you're getting the weekly videos, you're getting access to the community chat, you're getting access to the coaches, you're getting the, the Q&A sessions, you're getting all the stuff around it that helps pull it together. I wish I had uh, my quotes lined up. I've been saving uh, some really, really, really good quotes from traders that have come through our courses that were just saying just that. They're like, yeah, man, the course is fantastic, but what really makes the difference is this, this, and this. Um, if you were just giving a, tr uh, a training course and just said, hey, take this course, read this course in a book, I still think it's going to be very hard to be a successful trader. Again, I'm not saying anything is impossible. I don't, I don't want to go out there and be like, you can't be a, a successful trader if you don't take a course, if you don't read a book, if you don't do this and that. You certainly can. Just in most cases, it's going to cost you more time and more money to do so. So I think trading books are good. I think courses are good. But the value in a trading book is that you're able to obviously understand what's being talked about and interpret it, right? But then take it back to the charts and work on it, right? So you go to a sports clinic, you learn a new skill. Now you take it back to practice and you continue to work on it to develop that skill because it makes it doesn't really help you if you learned it in your head, but you can't actually execute it. So I think that's a difference maker. 
Um, and the response from him was thanks. He said, we're all wired differently. I, re I realized very early that I hate being in trades for more than a few minutes. Chart patterns repeat on every time frame and have for decades. All of the info you require is on the charts. I admire swing traders so much, scalpers don't need psychology. And I had a few issues with this response. Um, First of all, you know, I, I first of all I said that you know I agree that time in the markets is useful, um, but kind of like I just told you guys, it's not useful if you don't make the best out of it, right? That's like saying that by simply spending time on time in the market, simply looking at chart patterns that repeat themselves over and over and over over decades, and I and I believe that is one hundred percent true. That is the whole kind of argument behind technical analysis, right? For those traders that are fundamental bias and, and bash technical traders, right? They're uh, idiots, right? Because <laughs> these are patterns that have repeated before charts were even invented. Um, it's they're, they're based off psych psychological movements in the market. They're based off buying and selling habits in the markets. These things have happened forever. They will happen forever. They happen in slightly different ways each and every time, but that's where the skill of identifying them comes into account. Um, so I, be, I believe in that 100%, but I don't believe it's as simple as just saying, well, I just spend screen time in the market and I get better, right? Does any, do, do any of you guys believe that? Screen time's important, but imagine me, rookie trader, Keel Stokes, right? Fresh out and I'm spending time on a screen. Am I just going to get better? No, don't, don't I need to have direction on what I should be looking for, how to use it? And my response was like, okay, well, you know, you could spend 10,000 hours on a chart, right? Or 10,000 hours in general practicing bad habits. That's not going to make you good. That's just going to make you better at executing your bad habits, right? If you practice doing something the wrong way, you're just going, you're not going to get good all of a sudden. You're just going to get better at doing it the wrong way. So you're going to get worse. That's the whole thing where it's like practice makes perfect. No, Perfect practice makes perfect. There's a big difference. So I'm not a big believer at all that you can just, on in its own right, spend time on the screen and get better. Because first of all, who's going to tell you what to look for? How do you know what to identify? How do you know what's valuable and what's not? Right? We know that 99% of what the market gives you is fluff. It's junk. It's it's to distract you. It's sleight of hand. It is a it is a, a, a magician at a show with with dancing girls and doves and smoke and, and shiny lights and all this handwork making you distracted from the actual trick that's happening in the back. Right? That's what the charts are, guys. All this up and down and funky movement, most of it is complete randomness. And somewhere in the middle of there, every once in a while, there's a tradable opportunity. And the goal of a technical analyst is to be able to spot that trading opportunity, spot that, uh, spot that moment where your particular system projects an edge in the market and extract that edge. But if you're just staring at a chart, how do you know what patterns are valid patterns to look at? How do you know what patterns are invalid patterns to look at? How do you know what's a good opportunity? How do you know what's a bad opportunity? How can you ever improve, right? How can you ever improve? Now, you can make the case where I'm just going to take a lot of notes, right? Well, yes, but you still need some direction, in my opinion. You need to be told or you need to be taught, hey, look at this type of candlestick formation. Hey, look at support and resistance. Hey, look at this. Look at that. And don't get me wrong, there are people out there, there are very, very smart people, and, and, and this seems like, you know, this individual is one of them. He says he's, you know, this is whatever. Um, maybe he's someone that just gets it, that just figures it out, and, and that's okay. There are people like that. But what I'm here to say is that most people are not.
Most people are not. So we're not talking about an individual case. We're talking about what the majority of traders are, are looking at. So I said it, it all depends, right? Your, your, the screen time is important, but it all depends on how a trader uses that time in the market. And then he responded, he says, look, you have just stated the obvious, 90 to 95% of traders will fail, but so will all of those that buy books, courses, or pays, paid mentors. At least screen time is free. When you keep losing, you will know it. Um, you will know it is you that is the problem. Charts don't lie. Others can do it, accept it, improve it, or give up. And I think that's just, I think that's just wrong. I just think that's not realistic as well that is a, a a selfish way to think about things and that is basically saying hey i'm just better than the rest of you too bad um and we we know that 90 to 95 percent of traders fail what we don't know is how what percentage of traders fail that take education the right way right what if the majority of that 99 percent or that 90 percent of traders that fail what if it's People that are doing what this trader is talking about, just hopping into the screens. Guess what? It probably is. If you ask yourself this question, do most traders get educated? Probably not, right? Most traders probably enter the market either thinking it's a get-rich-quick scheme or thinking they can do it themselves. And they try it by themselves and they fail by themselves. Traders that get educated are typically a little bit more serious. Why? Because when you pay for something, you are more serious, right? I uh, shamelessly promoted a uh, our trial membership earlier on in the podcast, right? Guess why we charge a dollar and it's not a free trial membership? Guess why? Because believe it or not, by just charging a dollar, we are able to filter out a lot of the traders that we don't want on the platform, right? If you guys followed me on social media, um, it's probably gotta be a month ago now when you're hearing this, I shared uh, basically a, um, a conversation I had with a trader where I, I told him that we are not, you're probably not the right fit for our platform. And it was, uh, we were having conversations and it was all about money, money, make money quick, losing money, gotta make money. And I said, you're probably not the right fit, right? When you charge a dollar, you filter people like that out because people that aren't serious aren't gonna pay for anything. So you can imagine filtering kind of serious traders versus unserious traders by charging them a dollar. Imagine what the filter is when you charge them a much higher fee, right? If people, most people, not everyone's like this. Some people have money to blow. Don't get me wrong. We've we dealt with a handful of traders who are just throwing money at us and, and you know, they've got it and they, they don't have the right mindset. But the majority of people, when they come to train with us, they're serious. They've made a, they've made a financial investment. The most serious ones commit for a year up front and they're taking their time serious because they paid good money to do so. Those traders have a much higher success rate, right? I can guarantee that I don't have any stats. I'll never have any stats to, to tell you what the success rate is for traders that come through our platform and become successful. It's definitely not 100, right? It's definitely not 100, but I guarantee it's higher than the norm. It's not 10%. It's not 20%. It's higher than that, just based off the feedback that I've heard. And I'm talking about traders that have actually committed time on a platform, not spending a month there and leaving or something like that. Um, so I think this statement is completely false. Um, you know, and, and same thing with, with buying books. I think traders that invest in books, right, literally buy multiple books, read it. I think they're going to have a higher success rate than traders who don't as well. So it's it's if you think chart time 
is enough by itself, you're, you're just mistaken. It's not true at all. It is no different than you going into a classroom and the teacher saying, hey, there's a test, but I'm not going to tell you what the test is on. Right? How do you prepare? How do you know what to study? I guess the answer is you take the test over and over again and you fail and you fail and you fail and you fail and you try to learn from your mistakes each time you fail. And I guess that could be the case, but you never know what's going to be on the next test. So when you learn from your previous mistakes, is that actually helping your future? And more importantly, you're wasting a few things there, right? If you're actually trading live money, which I would hope you wouldn't be until you've got everything intact. But if you are trading live money, you're losing money. More importantly, you're, you're losing time. Ask yourself this question. Would you rather, and I guess from maybe, maybe this is going to be a different answer depending on where you're at from an ego perspective, but I guess you got to take your ego out of it as a trader. This was me. When I, when I first started trading, I had massive success in the stock market, right? I came into the Forex market with uh, you know a really big head thinking I'm going to master this market as well. This is a faster market where I can make more money with less money. I'm going to destroy this thing. Everyone on the internet was talking about how easy it was. I'm already good at stocks, which was supposed to be harder. So I thought, um, I'm going to destroy this market. And it took me a long time to kind of accept the fact that I needed help. Um, it, 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 I don't want to say it was an ego thing. I, I didn't, I, you know, I learned very quickly that I wasn't going to outsmart the market. I, I think it was more of just kind of a stubbornness thing where I don't like asking for help. Um, I want to figure it out myself because that's how I really, that's how I did anything for, for my entire life. I just work hard and grind at it until I wear it down and win. Um, that's kind of my success model, right? Grind, 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 wear it down, wear it down, tire them out, tire them out, tire them out. When they quit, I win. Boom. Cause I'm, I have an endless motor that never stops. So I guarantee your heart will stop before mine. That's just how I, I operate. But Think about it this way, right? Um, and now I'm kind of I'm, I'm all off track, and I forgot what the point what the point was I was supposed to make. But think about it like this way: Would you rather spend all of that time in the market, all of that time in the market, tediously finding out how you're wrong, trying to find answers for why you're wrong and how to get good, knowing that you don't have any direction on those answers? You're you're trying to you're, you're trying to put together a math equation without any numbers, right? It's kind of weird. Or would you rather be told the answers? I think 10 times out of 10, I'd rather be told the answers. And good books will tell you the answers. Good courses, good educators will tell you the answers. The simplest way to success, and this has been around for so many years, right? Find someone that has done it already and copy them. Because the person that has done it already, guess what they have done? They have made all of the mistakes that you will make. And they've learned from all of those mistakes. And the mistakes that they didn't make were made by the person who mentored them. So this is a, a, a long history of mistake making, right? From the original person that made all of the mistakes. <laughs> handed down mistake learning, mistake learning, mistake learning over time to this newer person, your mentor, who has made their own mistakes and learned from it. And guess what they can pass on to you? Knowledge. They have years of experience. Here's the thing, right? I've been trading, what is this? 2020, right? So I've been trading since 2007. I got about 13 years of experience. For a newbie trader that comes to me, I can drop 13 years of knowledge on them. I can save them 13 years of struggle. Now, are they still going to make mistakes? Yes. 
Is it still going to take time to learn and kind of figure it out for themselves? Yes. But I'm going to save them time from doing a lot of the dumb stuff that I did because I can warn them. I'm going to save them time in learning how to do very specific things because I can point them to this is exactly what you should be looking at. They still have to do the work and learn it. They still have to do the work and get good at it. But at least there's a very specific direction on, hey, this is what I need to know to be successful. And it's going to save them a massive amount of time versus just kind of going out there in the wild and figuring it out for yourself. Again, you got to put your ego aside. And and just based on our very short conversation with this lad on Twitter, I believe that the ego may be a little bit big, right? I'm so great. I made two days worth of salary in six minutes on Friday. You didn't have to tell me that, but you wanted to. That, that tells me something. It's okay to have a good ego. Nothing wrong with bragging. But trading's not about ego. It's about making money. And it's about making money. I don't want to say as quickly as possible because I don't want to you know, go down that rabbit hole to bad habit. But it's about doing things the right way and getting yourself set up where you can be consistently profitable as quick as possible. Because once you're consistently profitable, then you can go to the next level. So in my opinion, screen time is good, but it's not the only thing. Screen time plus mentorship, plus knowledge, however you want to put it, when you put that together, that's a deadly mix. And that's an equation that will equal success.